नमस्कार आदाब सत्या साथियों यह के जी एस यू स्टैंडफर्ड मैं हूं प्रांजलि और आप सुन रहे हैं चाय टाइम फ्रेंड्स वी हैव वेरी स्पेशल गेस्ट ऑन आवर शो टुडे स्टे ट्यून्ड not only Stanford Hospital and Lucille Packard Children's Hospital but several other local hospitals as well and they need your help to save lives if you are in good health and between the ages of 17 and 74 the Stanford Blood Center invites you to donate you can even make an appointment online all blood types are needed for more information please visit bloodcenter.stanford.edu that's bloodcenter.stanford.edu or call 650-723-7831. For more than 55 years, the colleges and universities of the United Negro College Fund have helped thousands of students rise to new heights of academic achievement. When you support the United Negro College Fund, you support the dreams of these young people. Often these are dreams that were once out of reach. Rise to the challenge and support the UNCF. because a mind is a terrible thing to waste वेलकम बैक टू चाय टाइम साथियों मैं उम्मीद करती हूं कि आपका ये लॉन्ग वीकेंड अच्छा गुजर रहा है और आप दोपहर की चाय के साथ जुड़े हुए हैं हमारे साथ आज के चाय टाइम की शुरुआत करूंगी मैं एक नज्म से और फिर मैं आपको मिलवाऊंगी हमारे खास मेहमानों से तो ये नज्म लिखी है कैफी आजमी ने और इसका शीर्षक है औरत जिंदगी जहद में है सब्र के काबू में नहीं नब से हस्ती का लहू कांपते आंसू में नहीं उड़ने खुलने में है नखत खमे गेसू में नहीं जन्नत एक और है जो मर्द के पहलू में नहीं उसकी आज़ाद रविश पर भी मचलना है तुझे उठ मेरी जान मेरे साथ ही चलना है तुझे कद्र अब तक तेरी तारीख ने जानी ही नहीं तुझ में शोले भी हैं बस अश्क फिशानी ही नहीं तो हकीकत भी है दिलचस्प कहानी ही नहीं तेरी हस्ती भी है एक चीज़ जवानी ही नहीं अपनी तारीख का उनवान बदलना है तुझे उठ मेरी जान मेरे साथ ही चलना है तुझे तो दोस्तों ये लिखा था कैफी आजमी साहब ने कई अरसे पहले और ऐसे ही कई साल पहले हैंनरी कैप्सन ने लिखा था अडॉल्स हाउस और ताजुब की बात यह है कि वो नज्म और ये प्ले आज भी वही मायने रखते हैं उतने ही रेलेवेंट है एंड वी आर वेरी वेरी हैप्पी दैट दिस प्ले अडॉल्स हाउस इज कमिंग टू द बे एरिया अडॉल्स हाउस वॉज फर्स्ट प्रीमियर एट द रॉयल थिएटर इन डेनमार्क इन डिसम्बर एटीन सिक्सटी नाइन एंड इट इज़ अ थ्री एक्ट प्ले इन प्रोज बाई हैनरी कैप्सन द प्लेस सिग्निफिकेंट फॉर इट्स क्रिटिकल एटीट्यूड टू अर नाइनटीन सेंचुरी मैरिज नॉर्म्स एंड अबाउट अ वुमेंस प्लेस इन हर ओन लाइफ इन हर होम It aroused a great controversy at the time and we can still relate to the character Nora. We are very happy and proud that Basap Pradhan is here with us today in the studio who has adapted the Dolls House to a present day setting and who will also be directing the play. While largely sticking to Ibsen's storyline, Basap's script explores the cultural and social norms surrounding a married Indian couple in the San Francisco Bay Area. Welcome to the show Basap. Thank you for coming. How are you? Thank you Pranjali I'm very well So first tell me about the name it's a very interesting name Bay Area Drama Company bad company how did you think of this name and <laughs> tell me about this company and then we'll talk about your play Sure um so this this company was formed when um uh Ravi Bhatnagar mm-hmm. uh Sindhu and I we came together and we decided that uh there was 
uh, a need and there was room in the bay area to have another theater company mm-hmm. that focused on south asian theater and did theater with a heart yes. and, and that's the kind of theater we like to do theater that's uh, meaningful that uh, it's is inspiring uh, and we are all three of us are aligned in how we think about the kind of theater we want to bring to our audiences so we decided to form this theater company it's um uh it's less than a year old mm-hmm. but uh we've all, we already have one production under our belt this is our second production mm-hmm. um and the name was just you know we were batting around different ideas and you know bay area drama company is something that came up uh-huh. and then and then we noticed that the acronym was was quite special yes uh and so you know bad company is what we informally refer to it <laughs> um amongst ourselves and you know even our the, our audiences and our patrons know <laughs> that we we call ourselves bad company so that's kind of the genesis of of the name now the 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 bad company uh the the url the, the website is actually bayareadrama.company which is also special because it's not a .com it's a .company it's one of the oh, okay. you know the first users of of the new um uh, extension called dot company mm-hmm. so we were lucky enough to get that and so that's the origins of the name and the url and tell me about yourself you are an it person right and now you are in dramas yeah tell me more about <laughs> yeah so um i'm an escapee from the corporate world i spent mm-hmm. most of my uh career in the it services industry and um i did a startup as well then went back to my uh former company which was infosys and then a couple of years ago i'd always done theater when i was young in in school and college uh i'd done a lot of theater mm-hmm. um considered um a career but was quickly disillusioned about that <laughs> by my professors at it and and so then i went down the straight and narrow and and i i um had a career with uh, in the it services company with mo- largely with infosys mm-hmm. uh and then a couple of years ago i started saying um okay let me see if i can do some theater i did some theaters with some other um theater companies in the bay area uh and then then bad company happened great <laughs> so we'll talk about your company and about your upcoming play but let's welcome our guest sindhu <laughs> so friends we also have very beautiful sindhu singh with us today producer and the lead actor of this play also a co-founder of beria drama company with basap pradhan and ravi bhatnagar how should i introduce you sindhu sindhu has everything the looks the talent the voice and so much more sindhu why don't you tell our listeners about you thank you so much pranjali first of all i want to say it's an honor to be on your show thank you for thank having you. us and um i've been very fortunate really to be able to live out what really is my passion and my dream i think most of us um have something that motivates us and inspires us in a way that um nothing else does and for me that's theater <laughs> and i think for many years um i was you know i was sort of i didn't pursue it because i was um following the track that we are all told to as indians right sure. we have to sort of do the educational um yeah. path and then we you know we follow the traditional sort of i got married and have two beautiful children and i think um i'm very thankful and grateful that i've been blessed with that in my life um and i'm also 
deeply, deeply grateful for the opportunity to do what it is I love to do. And um, for me, being on stage is unparalleled to anything else. Um, it gives me purpose. Um, mm -hmm. It fulfills me creatively in a way that nothing else does. And I think it makes me a better human being overall. So I think... Um, I'm very, very fortunate, and I have the support of my family, mm -hmm. um, without whom I simply could not do what it is I do. Um, I have I have a wonderful um, career at Stanford. I work at the Center for South Asia at mm -hmm. uh, as a program coordinator there. My you know my colleagues, my boss, she's wonderfully supportive as well. I think I'm just um, I'm blessed, and I feel um, that you know this is a privilege that I get to do theater and theater which I love, theater sure. which motivates me and mm -hmm. moves me, and I feel that the messages that our uh, plays bring, we have a, a great deal of power hmm. um, in terms of what it is that we choose to say yeah. and how we choose to say it. Sure. And I think uh, my goal as an actor and as a human being is really uh, to bring the kind of thought that... Um, gives people pause, mm -hmm. that gives people a chance to reflect on what it is they uh, they feel or they believe about um, the issues that we bring to light. Uh, so, Sindhu, you said that uh, with the theater, we get the power to tell how you want to tell our story, right? So I'll ask Basab that talking about the doll's house, how did you get the idea and how did you make it your own? What should we expect from your doll's house? Well, uh, it was a, a little bit of serendipity. Mm -hmm. um, we were sort of bouncing around ideas about um, what should our next play be after our first uh, play, which is Bhopal. And um, actually, Sindhu came up uh, with the idea of a doll's house. Um, and, and so I said, yeah, I've done this play before in college. And she said, okay, would you like to direct it? And I said, okay, that's an interesting thought. But if I wanted to direct it, I, would, I wouldn't want to do the same play again, which you know, I was familiar with. And it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's set, set in Norway. It's in the 19th century. And it's, you know, it's pretty dated in the how, how it uh, looks and feels. Sure. So, so then I said, okay, why don't I adapt it? Mm -hmm. And so then... I adapted it to an Indian-American setting in, in the Bay Area. So it feels very familiar. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of, there, there are references to the warriors, to startups, to technology Great. and yes. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, at the same time, it is, um, you know, it is a play that sort of cuts to the heart of, of Indian patriarchy. Because in the Bay Area, what we often... Uh, mistakenly assume is that because you know most of the people who come here they come come after a college education. Yes, educated, you know the yeah. the Indians yes. here are are um, you know typically affluent and and sophisticated and college educated, but the fact is that you know um, we bring with us our traditions. Yes, but also um, all the you know the values, good and bad. Right. Mm -hmm. And along with that comes our patriarchy. Right. Because we are a patriarchal society. And um, and this this play, among many other things, is a lot about the the patriarchal view of of um, the husband mm -hmm. and how he imposes that. I mean, the play is mostly about the wife and what she does about sure. uh, uh, what she does in that context and the uh, and the identity 
that she seeks out for herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it is rooted in the patriarchy of the of of, of the Indian South Asian family uh, that has just immigrated into the into the United States. So that's what made it. I thought it was very like so. The Adult's House is actually if you if you if you look at the history, the Adult's House has been played. In even today, mm-hmm. it is is being played in many many societies, sure. um, many many cultures, yes. uh, in many languages mm-hmm. um, across the world. Yeah, and um, you know, I looked at an Australian script. There are umpteen number of of uh, productions in London which are done in the original. There yeah. are adaptations in Hindi and Bangla and, and so many other places. In two thousand six, so, I think it was the most played drama. Yes, right? yes, and yes. actually, in modern times, it is mm-hmm. it, after Shakespeare. It is one of the most performed plays in yes, the world, right? Yes. So it's a it's a it's a very so it was actually a delight because it's a very layered play. play. Uh-huh. There's there are lots of things going on, and sure. there are many. You know, it's very textured in, and it's very demanding. And you know, that's why I was so fortunate to have uh, Sindhu be able to do the the role of Nora, which in this in this play is Nana. <laughs> and um, uh, and so that's that was how I went about doing it. Which is, you know, I would adapt it, and then it would be more relevant. And people, what what I hope to do, and our cast hopes to do, is is to provoke thought at the sure. end of the play. If the audience is left with a feeling like hmm you know i know people or yeah. in my own life i can feel this is very relevant and i've seen things happen and uh, and and you know and, and provoke some thought about it i think our job is done yeah not only they should be able to relate and connect but they should be able to think beyond that exactly right exactly. so how you said it's based on modern times so how difficult or how easy it was to adapt it? Yes. Well, uh, I had to do a lot of rethinking mm-hmm. on on the plot itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this is my first um, script. Yes. Um, a play script, uh, and you know, I've I've written a book, but it's <laughs> it's a business book. Uh, but this is my first play script, so it was. Luckily, I was very familiar with the play itself, okay. and and so you know I went over a few times, and I then decided, okay, what should the plot be? It has to be, and the way I've I've chosen to write it uh, mm-hmm. was to make it um, sort of uh, you know anchor it in the Bay Area um, and keep it very real, so yes. people should feel like you know this is not something uh, abstract. This yes. is very very real, mm-hmm. and they should because most of our audience is South Asian. They should yes. see reflected uh, in in that a mirror right mm-hmm. you know themselves in that mirror or somebody they know that was the objective and so if you look at how we've done the whole thing you know um, written I, the way I wrote it and as well as the way we've done the plates it's it feels real it feels credible it there's no sort of um, you know flights of fancy which makes it you know very abstract mm-hmm. um, and that's the way I chose to write it um, it was um it was a i wrote it over a couple of months mm-hmm. uh, or even less and um i felt like you know i went as we started the play rehearsals i yes. made a lot of changes which at times <laughs> you know the <laughs> cast wasn't very happy about because i'd keep changing their lines yeah but uh, i think it made for a um you know better uh, better dialogue in in some places the pl- the the plot had to change a little bit yeah. uh, in some places i had to add lines so it was a it was a you know as a playwright director and th- the first time the play is being written mm-hmm. i think it was an interesting exercise and especially since it was my first about how 
the script of a play can evolve once you get into rehearsal and then you certainly are confronted with you know actors saying oh, this doesn't feel very real or then you or you hear most of them you hear somebody saying something and then you say okay that doesn't sound right yeah. you know maybe you can change it or you find that you know you wrote something in place but actually there's a, supposed to be a costume change and there isn't enough time for the costume sure. change so you had to write in more lines so those are, those are the things which happened uh, during the play while uh, I was directing it and rewriting the script yeah Yeah, Vasav, I'm so looking forward to watching this play. So, why don't you tell our listeners about the show times? It starts on May 31st, right? Which is a sold-out show. Yes, uh, on on our May 31st show, mm-hmm. which is opening night, um, we are completely sold out. We've been sold out actually for a couple of weeks now, mm-hmm. uh, but we do have three more shows. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one show on June 5th. Which is at uh, 8 p.m. 8 8 p.m. Sure. and then there are two shows on June 6. Mm-hmm. One is at 2 p.m. and another at 6 p.m. Okay, and all this information can be found on your website. Or yes. Where can people buy all tickets? Of, yes, they can. Uh, the information mm-hmm. is available on our website, which is uh, Bay Area Drama dot company. Uh, it's not dot com. It mm-hmm. is dot company sure. uh, slash upcoming. Uh, and uh, there you can read about the play. You can also buy your tickets uh, right there. Uh, and um, the the play is being staged at the Sunnyvale Theater, which is in Sunnyvale Community Center. Uh, it is uh, a very very good theater. We've we've actually performed there uh, uh, prior to this as well. Mm-hmm. And um, it's right in the heart of the valley, and it's a great experience, a great theater. Great. So Sindhu. Ipsan's Nora has become Naina, right? Names may be different, and we may be living in another century altogether, but the underlying issues are still relevant. So, tell us about your role, about Naina. So, this is probably the most challenging role I've ever personally played, Pranjali, mm-hmm. and I think for me, uh, it'll pr- definitely be a milestone in my acting career. Mm-hmm. Um, And I would say I would go a step further and say not just in my acting career but in my personal life because I think this is one of those roles that um, makes you question many of your own um, perspectives mm-hmm. in a lot of ways because you really cannot take this lightly. Sure. Um, this is one of those roles that you have to dig very deep. Um, Basab's done a brilliant job of sort of taking her and translating her to someone who. on a contemporary level we all can relate to mm-hmm. we are either in some ways all us all of us are nana yeah. um or in other ways we all know a nana there yes. is a nana in our life she mm. is a sister she is a friend mm. she is a colleague we all know her so i think everybody in the audience will look at nana and think i recognize this either in myself or somebody i i'm close to Um so I think it was a tremendous responsibility for me personally yeah. um to do justice to this role mm-hmm. and I hope I'm able to um I'm, I'm still sure very intimidated and frightened by this because she's one of the best known theatrical characters yeah. of all time mm-hmm. And as Bas Bas mentioned earlier, she has been um, adapted into every language yes. um, across the planet. Um, so she really is larger than life. Um, so I feel like it is at once exciting mm-hmm. and adventurous and challenging, but at the same time, it's very frightening <laughs> for me as a person and as an actor. I feel tremendously privileged that uh, he has trusted me with her. Yeah, um, because I have always known you as a very independent, 
confident woman. So how did you prepare yourself for the role and how difficult it is to get into the skin of the role? I think it it is very difficult um, because in some ways she's very similar to me. Oh, okay. Um, she's very sort of bubbly and affectionate and, you know, she's demonstrative. She's mm-hmm. very, you know, affectionate in the way that she hugs people and she's just, you know, in some ways she's completely me. So I think um, one of the things that I had to particularly work on is, and I'm sure Basit can attest to this as well, is um, I had to separate myself in some ways from her and say, yeah. okay, this is not Sindhu. You know, this is Nana. So uh, how would Nana react to this situation? Not necessarily how would Sindhu react to this? And so I think sometimes as actors, we have to go to uh, certain places in ourselves and be able to draw on experiences that allow us to um, communicate a certain emotion. And other times we have to sort of dig even deeper and say, okay, maybe I've never felt this. I've never experienced this. But in in her place, what what is it that I can draw on to bring that out? So I think uh, it's a little bit of a mix, Pranjali. I don't know if I'm able to answer your question and articulate it, but it is um, at once. Um, I feel like it's it's uh, sort of a uh, it brings together um, your experiences and also you project a lot of what you think that the person might be. So it's a little bit of a yeah. it's it's a mix, I would say. And I think every role is a challenge, right? Absolutely. And, and absolutely. Sindhu, you have played so many lives and so many characters. Yes, I've been very blessed. <laughs> <laughs> and in the beginning, you were talking about Bhopal. So mm-hmm. that was your first production. For Bad Company, For, yes. So yeah. Bayer Drama Company's premiere production was Bhopal by mm-hmm. Rahul Varma. Mm-hmm. And we chose to stage it because it was the 30th anniversary of the Union Carbide disaster. And we opened on the exact night of the 30th anniversary, which was December 3rd heard. Mm -hmm. And um, that was again, you know, uh, it felt like a tremendous responsibility because as you know, there are still thousands of people suffering from that tragedy. And there's still a lot of sort of fallout that Mm -hmm. um, is not going to go away for a long, long time because no one's taken responsibility. No one has sort of, you know, done the cleanup. And there's still, you know, all kinds of illnesses that are being propagated because of that original disaster. So I think for us as Bad Company, we were were very proud to take Mm -hmm. that on as the first play that we brought. Um, As Basip mentioned in the beginning, for us, it really is about bringing meaningful theater. Mm -hmm. While it should be entertaining, we also want to provoke thought in our audiences. And so... Um, that was a play that we chose to do for that very purpose. And we were very, very pleased with the kind of reception we got from our mm-hmm. audiences, um, both from our critics and from um, the people who came to see the play in general. It was a very fulfilling, beautiful feeling that all the hard work that we put in was so well received. So Definitely. And Basip, so when you uh, three decided to begin a company what was the objective what was the purpose because yeah uh, we you were already connected to other uh, theater companies and then you came up with a new one so uh, tell me about it well i think the uh, the early on motivations were that um you know all three of us are um are, are creative people mm-hmm. and creative people like more creative space yes uh and you know being uh, participating in another theater company's uh, productions mm-hmm. does give you some space, but you know if you're hungry for more space mm-hmm. to sort of you know define okay what you think is good theater is what you want to stage, yes. um, and that you can't have that control over another theater company's right. That's one. The other is that 
we thought that there was room, right? Yes. And we wanted to do a different kind of a theater company, <laughs> which did um, more meaningful. And, you know, I don't want to start sound sort of pretentious on this, but we aspire to an, you know, artistic um, level, which is perhaps a little higher uh, than what um, others may be comfortable with. And, uh, you know, I'll let Sindhu speak for it as well. But uh, I think when the three of us came together, we were very uh, clear that, you know, we would reach for the highest uh, artistic level we could. Um, and and um, sometimes that, that means that you you don't put on shows that necessarily will get, you know, will be lowest common denominator and will get a lot of, uh, you know, crowds to come in because, hey, it's a, you know, it's a rip-roaring comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not to say we're not going to do comedies. <laughs> we love comedies as well. But uh, we are going to veer a little more towards uh, towards um, a theater that is meaningful, a theater that can make a difference, mm-hmm. uh, theater that can be, can speak to um, uh, things that are happening in society that are uh, changing, hmm. right? And so, uh, you know, we're you know about to announce our our next uh, production as well, which when we do is again going to be something which is which addresses uh, issues that are still prevalent in society in 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 Indian and South Asian societies. So that was really the 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 motivation behind doing another theater company. So how do you find your scripts? Do you... Uh, With a lot of difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's one yeah, huge... Yeah, and the difficulty is not in obtaining the script, mm-hmm. of course. It's in deciding what to do next. Oh, okay. uh, so the way we would go about doing that um, involves not just the selection of the script, but also the selection of the director hmm. who's going to direct the next play. Now, you know, it so happens that, uh, you know, the first two comp- uh, the, the plays were directed by by, um, you know, one of the founders. Mm -hmm. But that's not true about the next play. Uh, We have an outside director for the next play. And so, you know what... Exactly. That's what I was going to ask because last play and this play, you three are the producers and she's the lead actress. So are you going to accept outside people and people can approach you? Yes, yes. And that's that's exactly what the next play is going to be. Okay. Uh, The next play is going to have... um, uh, an outside director, mm-hmm. and none of the, at least so far, I mean, there is going to be, uh, the casting hasn't been completed yet, but none of the founders are going to be acting the play either. So we're very, uh, you know, this is not just about uh, about us, but yeah. we want to, we want to, aspire to a sort of a caliber, you know, the kind of, and the, the director of the next play is, is a, the highest caliber. I've worked with him before and and uh, we're going to have an excellent play as well. So mm, that's what we aspire to, you know, really high quality, um, um, high art in, in as much as, you know, not getting too pretentious about it, of course, but, you know, in, yeah, ter- in terms of theater yeah. and, and, uh, and, and keeping it meaningful and theater with a heart, um, that's what we, we really want to do. Yeah. If I may just add to that, Franchi, sure, I sure. think you brought up a very important point. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we are as open and as welcoming as a theater company as you could possibly imagine. We love the idea of new people coming to join us. So it is mm-hmm. not at all that um, this is just about, you know, the three of us being yeah. um, co-founders or only being the producers or actors. In fact, in the last play, um, 
uh, the director was Ravi Bhatnagar ji and he did a brilliant job and he actually did not want to play a part in the play at all <laughs> oh, okay we it ended up that he did because there <laughs> yeah. was just you know the situation lent itself to, to him having to do it but um he you know so it, you know it is not at all the case that um you know we um only see this as a theater company that that will involve people that have acted before we are welcoming to everybody mm-hmm. if you've never acted before and you want to give it a shot we would love to hear from you if you have experience we would love to hear from you if you want to be involved either on stage or off stage backstage sure with because sets, what costumes. everyone wants to be an actor right yes, so absolute writing whatever the yeah. passion is whatever the passion is sets costumes makeup um marketing there's mm. there's a zillion ways that people can get involved and so you know we welcome um, whoever would like to join us um there's a section on our website which is uh, i believe it's www.bayre.company/about-us right join us or something like that so if you go to our website you can there's a section there that tells you how you can write to us and get on our uh, mailing list so that way you can be apprised of all of our upcoming productions and whether you want to audition so you can just sort of be aware of what we're doing and, sure. and join us and yeah. i'll put all the information on my blog also so That'd that listeners wonderful. can thank you we'd appreciate that thanks So uh, are the plays always going to be in English or there is no such restriction No no, no such restriction okay. yeah, yeah we we will definitely be doing uh, other languages uh-huh. uh, primarily Hindi I would uh, imagine but um, we seriously considered doing a Tamil play recently Yeah uh-huh. uh, we ended up not choosing not to do it this time but um, Yeah there will be other other language plays for sure. Yes and we want to involve other ethnicities as well. Um we see us ourselves as sort of um welcoming to that aspect of it. In our last play we had two non-Indian actors, wonderful mm-hmm. wonderful actors. In fact one of them really stole the show. I think he was head and shoulders above <laughs> the rest of us. A gentleman by the name of Paul Costello. <laughs> and um there was another gentleman named Phil Wiseman who has a rock band of his own and he's actually okay. making a guest appearance in this play as well. <laughs> so we're hoping to you know as we progress over the years to open it up to other ethnicities as well and, and do plays that are multi-ethnic in nature definitely and we'll talk about we'll talk more about the play but will you be able to say a few lines from your role uh, some dialogues oh okay <laughs> <laughs> what dialogue do i say that doesn't give away too much oh, okay hmm. Basab, you tell me what you come. I can. I have a lot of lines which don't give away the plot. <laughs> what so. is it that I can? Oh, I'll say. Why don't we do that little scene of ours with the laddus? Ah, sure. Huh? Sure. Huh. Tell me, how do you like my dress? It's lovely, and like a good Indian dress, hints at, but never reveals what lies beneath. That dirty old man. <laughs> I was going to give you one of my world-famous basin laddus. Lecherous old man won't get any laddus from me. Oh no! I'll die if I don't get to eat your laddus. Drama, Babs. Oh, wait! I forgot. Your laddus are not going to be enough for me. Wait! I forgot. I'm going to die in four months anyway. I need to come up with a better excuse. That. Chalo. Ah, be kya yad rakhoge? Here, try one. <laughs> wow! Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> You are sold. I'm coming to your play. <laughs> <laughs> 
सो फ्रेंड्स दिस इज के जी स्टैंड 90.1 FM एंड वी आर इन कन्वर्सेशन विद बासब एंड सिंधु एंड वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट देयर अपकमिंग प्ले द डॉल्स हाउस सो बासब आई वाज रीडिंग समवेयर अबाउट द टाइटल वेदर इट शुड बी द डॉल्स हाउस और द डॉल हाउस बिकॉज वंस यू से डॉल्स हाउस इट बिकम्स दैट ओके शी हैज द कंट्रोल बट इफ इट्स अ डॉल हाउस देन शी इज द डॉल इन द हाउस सो वॉट इज यूर टाइटल इज इट अ डॉल्स हाउस और डॉल हाउस It's a doll's house, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, let me give you a little more color on that. Okay. So historically, mm-hmm. um, it has been they have interchangeably be interchangeably being used, a doll house or a doll's house, but in both cases it refers to the house of the doll, right? I mean that's very often the image on the poster as well. Yes. Um, but that's simply a matter of the language. Hmm. in in norwegian and so it was it was originally written in danish okay. so in danish and Nor- uh, in norway uh it the uh, the doll's house is referred to as doll house hmm. in english it's called doll's house that's really the only uh reason that both of them are used but it's um it's just the grammar or language yeah, nothing it's, it's controversial not, no, yeah other <laughs> okay. than that there's no and there's no particular and and we wanted to if you if you look at the um play and compare it with the original mm-hmm. uh the the changes i've made uh to the to sort of the plot and the characters are really more in line with the adaptation itself i've tried to stay as true uh as possible to the original ibsen ibsen play mm-hmm. uh and that includes using you know the same title that uh everyone uses great So uh in the beginning you were telling me about your passion but how did it start like you are an engineer and then work in an IT company and then this is altogether a different world world of theater and drama so how did it start and how do you kind of balance these two lives or is it kind of mixed into one yeah. another or yeah so actually you know i started doing uh, plays in theater um a long long time so you know i was in school and uh-huh. i don't think even i had free will at that time my mother was pushing me into okay. some of these things and then some of our teachers were kind enough to pull me into some plays and uh-huh. and then since then i just got the bug and i kept doing it and i did um, uh, it all through school then um all through engineering college hmm. i did uh, almost a play every semester uh, and and then i you know i graduated from just acting to directing as well mm-hmm. um and at the i really liked it and uh, honestly i wasn't too fond of engineering yeah okay <laughs> so <laughs> so i had a conversation with uh, one of my professors and she said that look you know the best you can do is uh take a job with an mnc bank in bombay mm-hmm. and do your theater on the side you know mnc banks are cushy jobs and you can you'll get enough time in the evening to do your theater of course you know life took a, took a completely different turn and you know i ended up uh, joining infosys and and i was in the us i've been in the us since 95 and i made my career with them and then while i was with them i couldn't do any theater at all mm-hmm. um then um you know then i i when i whenever i got a break yeah i went back to theater oh, okay okay so you know i got a break then i went and did did a play called 30 days in september then i came back um uh started working again uh and then when i left um 
couple of years ago. Then I started doing theater. Then I did three in a row. Hmm. So now, now I'm actually, uh, I don't work full time. Uh, and so I'm actually able to devote a lot more time to theater. Great. So no offense to engineers. Working with engineers can sometimes be a little bit tricky. I won't say difficult. <laughs> so how do you find him as a director? Um, I have to say that working with Basab has just been one of the best experiences as an actor. Okay. Because um, I think he hits that perfect balance of having total clarity on what he wants from mm-hmm. you as an actor. Um, hmm. And at the same time, giving you the space to explore. Hmm. Because if someone is so prescriptive that they tell you, okay, stand on this line, sit on this line, move on this line, well, then you're an automaton and they don't need an actor. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if someone's so fuzzy about you know what it is they're looking for from you, then you're sort of in limbo, you're stuck, and you don't yes. know which direction to sort of hmm. ratchet it up and where to sort of you know um, make it more subtle. So I think he has that absolute clarity of what he wants from Nana. Hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, he says, here's how I see her. Now you go tell me how you're going to do it. You know, so right. it allows me that creative flexibility and and space as an actor to explore different ways I would convey something. Um, so in one particular rehearsal, if he says, you know, I need to see a little bit more here or I need to see a little bit less there, I can sort of play with different interpretations of her and show it to him. And then he says, you've hit the right note now. So I think for me, it's sort of been the perfect combination of um, giving me the direction that I need while stepping back enough to give me my my freedom and my space. So it's been a lovely experience, I have to say. Great. And Basab, as a Sindhu fan, I think she always makes her director's job very easy. But uh, what was your experience? Oh, yes. Well, so I've, I've worked with her now. Uh, this is my fourth play with her. Mm-hmm. The first three plays that I did uh, were as co-actors. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, um, it's just a delight to work with her because, um, uh, you know, she's a very accomplished actor. Hmm. And I, I've i learned a lot from her uh, acting hmm. beside her. And as a director, it's just, you know, it's, it's very sort of uh, rewarding to yes. be able to get from an actor um, not just what you're asking for, but well beyond that. Hmm. Uh, she just makes it look very, very easy, but uh, just uh, she's very talented. And the fact that she has the voice that she has, and, you know, we've done two original pieces of music for this play, uh, is just a huge bonus. Uh, <laughs> yes, and we are going to talk about, too, about yeah, it too. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I have to tell you that um, I don't think she has any problem with me being an engineer because <laughs> very early she figured out that, you know, this, he's not much of an engineer. <laughs> There have been instances where, you know, there's an actor on, you know, it, we're, we're in the green room and, you know, not not her, but somebody else, you know, her hairdryer wasn't working in. And she came up and came up to me and said, you know, can you fix this? I You're said, an engineer, what? fix this. I know. I have never I met an engineer who can fix a hairdryer or a simple watch or a transistor. Yeah. Why can't they? Yeah. Yes, that's a good what? question, Franjali. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Basip, you'll be surprised to know that uh, even before you approached me for this talk, I was your fan. I have been reading you and following you. Hmm. I'm talking about your blog, ah, 6 a.m. Pacific. Now, that's a very unique name. So when I started Chai Time, people said, why the name Chai Time? I said, because on Sundays, people at 3 p.m., especially in my family, that was a Chai Time. But your blog's name 
I was intrigued. So why that name? Well, <laughs> you know, um, I haven't been writing as, as frequently as I used to. But, um, yeah, when I started the blog, hmm. um, I, was, um, I was still at Infosys. Hmm. And, um, uh, you know, Infosys, like many IT services companies, and nowadays a lot of uh, uh, many companies, tech companies in the Valley and so on, mm-hmm. they're now sort of 24 by 7. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're 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 doing product development in one place. You're selling your stuff in some other place. Yeah. You know, it's all over the place. And mm. so um, my team was was all over the world. Yeah. And the the only time I could do a conference call and have everybody attend it was actually 6 a.m. Pacific. Okay. Uh, so and because the 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 blog was when it started out, it was about mm-hmm. you know globalization and you know business in in a in a sort of a global village. Yes, uh, I chose to name it Six A.M. Pacific. Since then, of course, it's it's veered and meandered into various other um, topics of interest, and I write about pretty much anything nowadays. But uh, when I started, it was about global business, and I thought this was a very apt name. Yeah. Now you have moved uh, into more like relevant and current topics too right yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and you should keep writing <laughs> i should i should yeah and Thank talking you. about writing you are a published author you have written a book too yes um i've written a book on the offshore services industry mm-hmm. and uh it was published by penguin in india mm-hmm. uh, and i've self-published it uh in the u.s as well and it's called uh, juggernaut the offshore services industry. Um, I co-wrote this with uh, Gaurav Rastogi mm-hmm. um, in, published in 2011, I think. Yeah. Great. And it's available on... Uh, it's available on Amazon. Amazon. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're happy doing Natak and writing and your job, right? Yes. And same absolutely. with... Uh, I'll, I'll talk to Sindhu that she works, she's a mom, she has so many other hobbies <laughs> and now I know she sings too. So, Sindhu, how do you balance your life? How do you manage your passion and your job and so many other things you have been doing? I think it really goes back to my family. And I'll particularly mention my sister, Pranjali, because she's like a mother to my children. And as as moms, I think the number one thing that allows you to sort of um, foray into other spaces is the the knowledge and the ability to sort of know that your children are taken care of and when you leave them with somebody you can fully trust that you don't have to think twice and I have that and I know it's very difficult for many people who want to pursue this because you know there's always that pull of of, um, you know that responsibility and and I have to say that without my sister this would be near impossible my husband's an emergency room physician so he's gone a lot himself (laughs) he has an insane schedule Mm -hmm. Um, so the fact that I'm able to you know count on um, my children being fully loved and taken care of the way I would Mm -hmm. um, gives me that, you know, um, freedom to to go out and follow my passion. So really, without her, none of this would be possible. My name is Sangeeta. Sangeeta. So a big thank you to Sangeeta. Yes, absolutely. She's the reason I'm able to do this. Um, But I mean, outside of that, I think it really is what um, makes me tick. I think um, it gives me purpose. Um, it is my lifeblood. I think um, without it, I, I would, I, I can't imagine life really. <laughs> yes. For me, it's such a big part of who I am. Um, and I've said this to other people before, and it probably makes me sound a little crazy, but I'll say it anyway. <laughs> 
stage. Is when I'm on stage, I literally feel a connection with the universe that I don't anywhere else. I feel like yes. there is an energy flowing through me which doesn't belong to me. It is just I'm I'm a conduit for it, and yeah. I feel more alive than I ever do in any other um, situation, any other space. So it's I feel like it's something I'm meant to do. And yeah, one has to find that, and yeah, then only absolutely. you can be happy. Like I feel the same when I'm teaching. Yeah. I just feel I'm in a different world. Yeah. So I'm glad so you that you completely relate. <laughs> I completely relate yeah. to that. <laughs> and I hope that you keep working and keep playing all these wonderful roles. And I hope talking so. about roles, you have done so many roles and it's unfair to ask you, but is there any particular role you will say is your favorite role or Ooh, that's hard. Um, Bagheera, huh? <laughs> actually that that was an interesting one, but I'd probably say uh there's a couple more that come to mind before that one. One uh-huh. is um, the role that I played in Party, Damianti okay. Rane. Um, because in it, I had to play the uh, uh, sort of a matriarch. So she's a she's a kingmaker, hmm. and she gets to choose who gets uh, you know to to sort of become the next big thing. Yes. And association with her automatically places people at a higher sort of social strata. So um, it was a very intriguing role for me because she you know I, I sort of had to you know try to understand what this must feel like you know to be yes. at that in that position and um she also plays the mother to a 25 year old which my children are much younger i have a 7 year old mm-hmm. and an 11 year old so to imagine the wow. conflict between a mother mm-hmm. and a daughter at that stage in life yeah. um so i think that that was very challenging for me i loved that role um, and then there was another one <laughs> which in which I actually played an, a man. <laughs> oh, okay. I did a Nottanki um, called Indal Haran in which I had to play a very evil sort of uh, man full of, you know, he was this Machiavellian character who had all these machinations going on at all times and he was trying to get his nephews to fight with each other because he had a vendetta and he had this big scary mustache and so yeah, That's what I was going to say. Acting might not have been a challenge but turning this beautiful woman into a man. Okay, so. I thoroughly enjoyed it because okay. it is and it was also the art form. It was a Natanki. So uh-huh. it is completely different from the very sort of realistic um, theatre that we do here, yeah. right? So it yes. was just an all out, you just have fun with it and you're winking at the audience and bringing them in and, you know, as part of the performance. It was a very different genre for me. Yeah. And uh, you're singing and you're acting at the same time. So it was just all out fun. I had a blast with it. So I'd say those two come to mind right away. Definitely. And I'm Can sure I... that Naina is going to be one of Absolutely. Those She's a milestone in my life. Basil, <laughs> you were saying something? No, I was going to say that, you know, uh, the Damenti Rane role uh-huh. that she... Uh, mentioned that was my first uh, play with her okay and uh, you know not only she's supremely talented mm-hmm. she is a slave driver <laughs> she <laughs> works so hard herself and yes. you know because i had a lot of lines with her yes she can't you know she won't work alone she would drag me in so we would be doing phone lines over phone calls uh <laughs> You know, it's not just rehearsals, right? Yeah. You know, middle of the day, we'd be scheduling time and we'd be doing lines. And um, she's a very hard worker. And I know that I have done a workshop with her, Dastan Goy workshop. And she joined the second day and she was ahead of us and she would work so hard. Thank you, Brantley. I remember one of my co-actors from my earlier plays, Rajat. Uh-huh. Um, I worked with him in Kamla. I remember him saying to me, Tujhe lines kiye bina chen nahi aata kya? <laughs> 
<laughs> so I think I've earned the slave driver reputation. <laughs> Great. We need people like you around <laughs> us. <laughs> so, Sindhu, tell me more about the other characters and uh, actors you're working with. So, there are five principal characters in the play, Pranjali. Mm-hmm. I play Nena, who was originally Nora in the Ibsen version. Mm-hmm. And um, the gentleman who plays my husband is an incredibly talented actor by the name of Dinesh Chandrasekhar. Mm-hmm. He plays the role of Tarun. Um, and then we're very privileged to have our very own director, Basa Pradhan, <laughs> playing Rajbir, mm-hmm. um, who is Dr. Rank in the original. Okay. And then uh, the role of Charu is being done by the wonderfully talented Dhira Khoslash, who's also an amazing, amazing singer in her own right. Wow. She's also a neurologist. So okay. we have, you know, she's a mom, she's a doctor, she's a performer, <laughs> she's just multi-talented. Um, And then we have Ram Asur, who comes from a film and improv background, playing uh, the role of Kevin. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's it's a really lovely group of people that uh, we have assembled. And I feel privileged to work with such talented, dedicated, focused, hardworking people. It's just been a joy, this whole production. Sure. Also, um, like to mention Phil Wiseman, um, Mm -hmm. who is who has a, a sort of cameo role. Okay. Uh, as a musician in the play. Uh, yeah. And my two little ones make a guest appearance in the play. <laughs> oh, tell me more about it. <laughs> it's a very, very small role. It's literally like you blink and you miss them, but they're very excited about it, Ranjali. <laughs> they're playing my kids in the play. Oh, so. <laughs> making their debut. Yes. Making Actually, my debut. son has already made his debut. He's been in a movie that was accepted at a, at a film festival in New York where Slumdog Millionaire premiered. Uh-huh. So thanks to him, his mom got to walk the red carpet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, like um, mom, like son, huh? Yes. No, I, I'm... I'm I hope that um, he and he. I know he enjoys it as much as I do, but I hope I get to walk the red carpet someday on my own account. <laughs> you sure will. <laughs> um, but what I also wanted to say, Pranjali, is that um, we couldn't do this play without all the incredible people that have helped us backstage because they sure. are literally the backbone of this play. Yeah. I think as actors, you tend to get all the glory mm-hmm. um, because you're in front of the audience and the appreciation is immediate. Yes. But the amount of labor and hard work and blood and sweat that goes into putting up the production in the back end, um, it is just enormous, enormous labor of love. And these are all people that are, you know, they have day jobs and families and they leave all that behind and come to create this with us. And so I'd like to mention a few of those people as well, if it's okay with you. Um, There's there's just a fantastic set of stage managers. We have Rishali Modi and Sukha Michael. And then we have a brilliant uh, production team that's, you know, making the sets. Um, Subhashini Krishnamurti is leading that. And we have some lovely, lovely volunteers that we're very privileged to have. Um, like Arun Agarwal and Satish Shenoy and too many to name. I'm sure I'm going to miss some people here and my apologies now for doing that, but Suma Shekhar and Anjana Surin and then we have um, Namita helping us with props and Anjana's helping us with props as well. Um, we have Vishalini Vimal who's done the costumes for the play and I've already mentioned the people who did the music for it mm. and just so many others and I, I'm, like I said again, I'm, I'm feeling bad already because I'm sure I'm missing some names. So, Basa Vincent not at all bad company. Such a pleasure talking to you. Same here, Pranjali. It's been wonderful Thank being you for with having you. us. Yeah, and I can go on and on, but Ghadi ka ishara ho gaya hai aur hume jana padega. Lekin jane ke pehle, I cannot let you go, Sindhu, without singing 
the theme song of your play. I have heard that there's a theme song, right, yes, for your play, right. and you have sung it wonderfully. So, would you be able to sing it for our listeners? I would love to, Pranjali. But before I do so, I just want to mention two individuals. Um, one is Shekhar Hemnani, who has penned these magical lyrics. He's just an sure. absolute genius. Um, we just had one session where we explained to him what the play was about, and then the way he has captured the essence of it in these few lines is just, to me, it's mind-boggling. And the other person is Alap Desai, who has mm-hmm. provided the music for it. Again, a really, I mean, it's one of those haunting melodies that, you know, stays with you, and he's just done a phenomenal job. So um, I just want to make sure that they're both acknowledged. Definitely. Um, and yes, I'd love to sing it. Please sing it for us. Chalti Firti Jaan Hoon Koi Nazm Nahi Wo Nazm Jo Do Bund Siyahi Mibaan Purani Kitab Ke Pannu Pe Fela Diya Numaish Ke Liye Padha Wonderful lyrics. Shekhar Hemnani. Yes, that's right. And music is by Alab Desai, right? Yes, and it's yes. on SoundCloud. And I'll yes, it is. put this on my blog too. Thank you Wonderful so composition. And it's original composition for your play, right? Yes. Actually, there's another original composition as well, Pranjali. It's mm-hmm. been done for a Karwa Chot segment in our play. Okay. And um, it's taken a very traditional song that's always sung at um, every Karwa Chot where mm-hmm. they do the Thali Puja and the women sit in a circle and they pass the Thalis around and they, there's this thing that's sung uh, which is part of the Karwa Chot story where, where they say Kattina, Terina, Kumichira, Kharaferina. And he okay. has set that very traditional Punjabi um, composition to his own music. So we all are looking forward to the play and uh, uh, watching you there. So would you like to tell us again the whole information, Pasa, for yeah. our listeners? Absolutely. Yes, so uh, the play is A Doll's House mm-hmm. uh, by Henrik Ibsen. It is, uh, we have four shows. Mm-hmm. Um, information about the play as well as tickets are available on bayareadrama.company mm-hmm. slash upcoming. Sure. You can buy tickets there. Uh, the May 31st show is uh, opening night. It's sold out completely. 
but there are three shows on June 5th and 6th and tickets are still available. Definitely. And I would like my listeners to go ahead. If they are in this part of the world, they should buy the tickets and they should watch the play. And uh, friends, this is once again KZSU Stanford 90.1 FM. You are listening to Chai Time and you can listen to today's episode and all the old episodes on soundcloud.com slash chai time radio jate jate sindhu aap hamare sunne walon ko kya kehna chahenge main ye kehna chahungi pranjali ki agar aapko theater mein zara bhi interest hai um i think aap bilkul disappoint nahi honge agar aap hamare show ko thoda sa apna time denge i think it's a wonderful um beautiful theme that we are addressing i think man or woman everybody should see it because it explores a fundamental issue which is every individual's quest for their own identity so i think it is one of those things that will move you it will make you laugh you will be entertained it's an all around beautiful experience so i really hope your listeners will come out and support us and and support good theater and have a lovely evening out of it sure i'm it will be a very very successful play play all the best sindhu and all the best basa well thank you so much for your time and thank you very much for talking to us thank, thank you so you much for, for having, having us, us it's been a pleasure <laughs> I'm hoping that you'll have many more plays like this. All the best. Thank, Thank you. Thank you.